the other day, I saw this couple, and they were making out. And in a very playful manner, I was like, get a room. And they were homeless. So not, they didn't, they didn't respond to that one very well. Uh, but I don't, I don't think of myself as like a PC comic. I uh, use Mac. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like telling that one. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, my girlfriend and I, we use um, every occasion we can to like do something special, like spice it up a little bit. She, rec she recently got on uh, birth control. She told me that uh, we don't have to use condoms anymore and that I don't have to pull out. So to like kind of commemorate that new achievement in our um, relationship, we decided to do a little role playing. And I dressed up as like an old-timey gas station attendant, and she dressed up as a Lincoln Continental. And I filled her up. We went from E to F. We E to F'd all night, actually. So it was really good. All right, cool. One head nod there. Um, let's see. I wanted to. Oh, I thought about if I don't. I thought of like the perfect suicide letter. Their note. It would be, I'm a sex addict with erectile dysfunction. That way, when they look at it, they're like, okay, no questions asked. Closed case. This makes a lot of sense. Um, if you're a drug dealer, fronts you drugs, he's not a drug dealer. He's your best friend and a horrible business person. Um, I'm into literary-themed porn these days. I, I checked out this one called Gapes of Wrath. It was directed by uh, John Stein Bearback. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, that was all the new stuff, I guess. Um, I am from Texas, but I don't have a Texas accent. It sometimes, like, bumps people out. Like, I'm, like, robbing them of the novelty of a Texan. Like, they expect me to open my mouth, and it's just, like, ribs and shotgun shells that just fall out. Um, you know, bullets and brisket. <laughs> uh, but uh, I trust me, you do not want me to have, like, an authentic Texas accent. And um, I'll prove it to you. I'll tell, like, a classic Texas joke and an authentic Texas accent. Like, Americans cannot appreciate a Texas accent. All right, so. ¿Cuáles son las vacas más perezosas? One person speaks Texan in here. That's always the case. Um, yeah. Um, I was a chef for, I work in restaurants now. Uh, I'm a waiter now, which is almost more infuriating than being a chef. Like, if you fuck up in the kitchen, you might, like, cut off a finger or burn yourself, which is serious. Um, but I get a different set of challenges in the front of the house. Like, I had somebody ask me one time, would I recommend the orange juice or the grapefruit juice? And I was like, I recommend you try more fruit until you know what those taste like. Um, all right. That's, uh, that's uh, all I'm going to do right now. <laughs> Evan Montalongo, yeah. Your energy was a little low today. Yeah. But you're, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't start with a, com a, com a compliment. That's okay. I was like, but you don't have to sugarcoat it. But, but, uh, but your joke writing is solid. I thought that when you go through all those weird thoughts, you can, if you can title them under something, mm -hmm. like something funny, like that, like, before I go to bed, I write down all the things that come into my head or... Like, I sit uh, on the yeah. couch and get really high, and these are the because right. there was like a list of just sort of random things, random things, and yeah. although they were all funny, like I would find a way to group them, okay, and have it be like this is the crazy shit that comes out of my brain, but like in a funnier way than like that. a theme or yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 because all that stuff was really funny. 
And then with the whole car thing, I think that, do you know that in Oregon, they have to pump, you can't, you can't pump your own gas. They have to pump gas for it's you. It's like Jersey is the same way too. Yeah, and there's I a few like, places. Because if you're dressing up like a, anyways, I thought that there was like an Oregon joke in there somewhere that you're, uh, okay. just because they're not allowed to pump their own gas. Right. And okay. I don't know. Uh, I think a little addendum for the homeless bit is like maybe the get a room comment for, comes from a genuine place of concern. So it's like, hey, get a room. No, seriously, please get a room. Please find shelter. Please like. <laughs> like they took yeah, it the wrong they're way. Like, hey, get a room. No, but like nobody deserves to sleep in the street. Okay. You know? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, I'll uh, uh, do the uh, the shit sandwich thing. I'll start with a compliment. Uh, you okay. have kind eyes. But your act is fucking shit. No, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, I, I was gonna just go with the different. I think uh, 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 Barad's version of the. I was gonna talk about the same homeless thing, uh, and I, his is also super funny. But if you were gonna do it a different way, uh, I would just. Re- you could also try just reversing it. Where have you set up beforehand that they're homeless, and then the punchline is get a room? Where, okay. where you're like, I saw a homeless man jerking off, and I, I don't even know what to say to him because I can't be like, get a room, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, all so, right, all right, all right. Something yeah. like that. Okay, that's my bit. Um, oh, you also look like you have soft hands. Sorry, that's the <laughs> shit sandwich. Yeah, there you go. So sorry. I really liked Gapes of Wrath. <laughs> I feel like you should do more of those. Yeah, I'm open to Like more clit-lit. Gapes Actually, yeah. Yeah, no, it did exactly. I think that's it. So you do like two clever ones, then one just, just like, like, like fucking on the wall one. stretch out my face and fucking. It's like, like one that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, just no rhyme. Just it's horrible. Yeah, dude. I like, I like you like that stuff a lot. I like the Moby Dick because you expect dick. You start with Moby, people are like, oh, he's going to say Moby. dick, and then you don't go there. <laughs> right, right. All right, cool. Thank you. I'll, well, I was just going to say with the, the gas station thing, like, because you talk about uh, you're the old timey gas station. Person, uh, right, attendant, and then you have the Lincoln Continental bit, and then you do the you end with the a filler up E to F, and that's like the the obvious one, right? Like mm-hmm. where you're going with it, and then after that, I think it'd be really funny if you had like an unobvious one. And I was trying to think of, you know, like, and then afterward, I go inside her and get candy, you know, <laughs> if assuming women shit candy, but you gotta oh, like, think of one that makes sense. Okay, yeah. You're right. Well, like, she was talking about how, uh, like, you could end it with, because some of the old-timey ones, someone has to fill it up for you, and then you're like, and then my, you know, well, if assistant like fills her up treating after. treating her like a car, I could just keep on treating her different ways like a car. So, right, and, and like just have, like, one off. Right, right. Ex- right, exactly, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, squeeze your face. I like that. You could go from the, uh, the talking in the uh, Texas accent into the restaurant bit like you did and then talk about how the difference in working front uh, in the kitchen and in the front. Be like, and when you, when you go back to the kitchen, uh, you have to use your Texas accent again and stuff. And like, you know. Yay! Evan Montalongo, everyone. Let him hear it. Yay! Thanks, Ian. Yay! All right. Your next comedian. He talks a lot about death. Let's see if he continues that trend. Put your hands together for Cody Abe. So just for you, Pam, I have a fresh four of non-death comedy. 
I, I think I kind of fucked up in the beginning. Anyway, okay, so a coworker of mine uh, told me that she thinks that I uh, that sh I remind her of Glenn from The Walking Dead. That doesn't count. It's a show, okay? <laughs> doesn't count. That she reminds me that she re I remind her of Glenn from The Walking Dead, and I'm like, oh, how cute. You think I'm gonna last that long in in a apocalypse? Oh wow, okay. Uh, and then I, I I took it as a compliment. You know, I was like, this is you know good for my self esteem. Until I thought about it more, and I realized that she really couldn't have gone any other direction without it being harassment. Like, there's only a few people that she could have chosen, you know? Like, uh, you got Jimmy O. Yang. Uh, who else would I put? This really ruins the, the timing of the joke, but whatever, fuck it. You got Jimmy O. Yang, you got that guy from Twilight, and like Scarlett Johansson or something. Uh, but any, no, like <laughs> it's fine though, it's fine. You know, she's being nice and I, I don't, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so anybody like, uh, uh, these guys haven't probably, the college parties? You guys like college parties? Hell yeah. <laughs> fun, fun place to be, fun place to be college parties. Uh, but what are college parties if not just people trying to passive-aggressively flex on each other, you know? You got the guy writing tallies on his arms for how many drinks he's been. Yeah, that's for you, buddy, huh? That's for you, not for everybody else to see. Okay, that's why you put it on the outside of your arm. Uh, then you got the guy that's, uh, that doesn't drink. You know, he's always there. He's in the corner. People ask him, hey, you not drinking, buddy? He's like, no, I don't drink. Uh, I'm no, I've, I've quit like two years ago. I, I don't drink, man. Uh, and then, like, he'll come up to you after. He's like, I don't drink, buddy. And as you're leaving the party, he's like, still didn't drink. And it's like, we get it. You don't drink, dude. Okay? And then you end up with a guy that just brings out the rotisserie chicken right in the middle of the party. And you're just like, dude, really? There's a time and place, right? Go to fucking Subway. Like, I get you don't give a cluck, but just fucking leave. Uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I... I I, I I partied a lot in college, but uh, I had to stop because going to parties really made me jealous of like other people. Because uh, I I I was that guy that quit drinking. You know, I had to I quit drinking. I went to parties. I got really jealous at the fact that uh, my girlfriend would take home other guys to fuck. Uh, and it's not the fact that like like their like their dicks were like the same size as mine. It's that she had a real you know heavy kink of the fact that. Like, she liked keeping me around because I was a computer science major. Uh, eh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, growing up, I, uh, I really liked uh, skating, video games, and looking for another hobby that would get me laid. Uh, you're saying, oh, Cody, skateboarders get laid. No, they're not. You don't, you don't look at a skateboarder and say, that guy fucks. You look at him and you say, wow, he probably smokes a lot of weed and is very faithful to his girlfriend of 15 years. You know, like that's, that's what you see when you, that's what, at least that's what I see. That's what I wanted, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't achieve that from, I sucked at skateboarding. I did it every day and I sucked at skateboarding. And you know what's worse that I sucked at skateboarding is that I fucking didn't, I just, I broke my leg, guys. I broke fucking my leg. Not from skateboarding. <laughs> uh, not from skateboarding. It was from the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yay, 
Cody Abe, yay, he's gonna survive in the apocalypse. I'm so excited. Who's Jimmy O. Yang? Is he the guy from The Walking Dead? No, that's Steven Yu. That's Steven Yu. So, uh, what's Jimmy O. Yang from? He's from Silicon Valley, Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, so I would, I would say, I would give that, I would throw that tagging because I didn't know who it was. Oh, okay, but okay, if you okay. would have said, you know, Crazy Rich Asians or something. And then is Scarlett Johansson Asian or are you just, that was just uh, funny because she's so pretty and you're so pretty and you look like her. No, it's the fact that she she actually came out and said like I can play anybody like I'm an, I I'll play I'll play anybody. Uh, it's more of like a topical like. Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. Okay. I Maybe like, that doesn't read well she's pretty. to people that yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, he's pretty. She's pretty. Is that what he's going for? Like I didn't no. get it. Yeah. And then, um, Keanu Reeves is half Japanese. Actually just to Chinese. throw in your what. He's half Chinese? I thought he was half Japanese. He's Asian though, but yeah, I can go with it. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, if you're doing like <laughs> hot Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go Keanu Reeves, because he's like the hottest. Uh, oh, I, well, I was just thinking uh, when you're bringing up your, your major, you could say like, uh, I minored in computer science, but I majored in cuck. Which is cool because uh, your girlfriend's yeah, 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 yeah. fucking somebody else. <laughs> 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 the college uh, party um, bit. Um, I, I think it, I, I like it. I think it's funny. I thought it was really funny when you talked about the guy with the rotisserie chicken. I like yeah. the idea of like making this college party, like painting the picture to be some like weird, random, like full of all these things, but also at the same time you're like, you know how it is. You know, <laughs> you know how. <laughs> Sorry, maybe by the end of the bit, like you realize you've never, like we realize you've never been party oh yeah 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 there's like that that yeah that scene from like 40 year version where he's talking about bags of sand yeah bags of sand bags of sand yeah like when they bring out the jello shots are the best part of college parties anybody remember that you were talking about your girlfriend taking other guys home from college parties could be like and it was the chicken guy and she oh yeah he gave a cluck he gave her the cluck Oh yeah, uh, you could just uh, I don't know. I just think it's a good tie back into the, like the the flexing on the flexing on everybody theme. Like a dude brought in an animal to tear apart with his hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm just demonstrating how strong I am <laughs> yeah, yeah. by committing murder in front of you. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. <laughs> All right, clap your hands together, everybody. Cody Abe, Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for the generous donations to our new window. It's dark in here. I'll have to turn the other lights on. It got weird. No death. No death. Very nice. I, yes, Cody Abe doesn't talk about his dead father. <laughs> yeah. This week on Joke Workshops. I don't even know if his dad's really dead or not. Like, like that's part of the joke. Is he really dead? He's 100% dead? Okay, I didn't, because I, it's hard to tell. I never know. People have jokes like, she's half dead. She's sort of dead. I don't know. Uh, hey, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Casey Koning, Koning. I still don't know what you're Hey, thanks for being here, everybody. Oh, I should put my hot dogs in first before I forget. Yeah, yeah. It's always good. At least I can do. Just, um, well, I guess I'm just going to talk about it. I, uh... <laughs> so I was at a comedy show the other day, and a fight broke out. Uh... Not gonna say when and where, because that would be tacky. Uh, uh, and don't wanna invade anybody's privacy. Uh, but basically what happened was I was in the back watching the show and it was going good, fun time. And uh, 
um, a guy in the audience got really upset, stormed the stage, and punched the comedian in the head three times. Right? Isn't that bad? As a performer, it was weird. Like I was just because like I had did a set earlier, and I was just like, man, I gotta have more confidence on stage. And then that happened, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It was weird for everybody else, too, because it was just like a weird situation to be in, just to go from genuine laughter to complete shock, right? Everybody's just like, <laughs> we're having a time of our, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, it happened super quick. Uh, the other thing uh, I figured out, too, uh, was that I do not like getting involved in fights. That's just something in me. Everybody has a fight or flight syndrome, and uh, I definitely choose flight because any fight I've ever been in in my life, I've lost. And so I'm at this point now where I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. it's a weird thing to choose to not get involved, right? Especially when your fr friend's getting beat up. You're just kind of like, oh, wow, they're really going at it. All right, see you later, dude. <laughs> All right, next time. I actually did walk, you can see it on the video, I did walk from there to there, outside. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was probably my bravest moment. But no, honestly, I, like, I, I stopped for a second. I was, just, was, I was like, oh man, this is, this is wrong. And so I turn back around and I look in and the guy is just flipping the fuck out. Uh, he's still like wailing on people, right? Yelling, breaking shit, knocking over chairs. And I didn't, like I want to help, but I didn't know what to do. So I just went into battered wife mode. Uh, it's something that I learned from my mom. Basically, when <laughs> when a man is drunk and yelling in the house, you just pretend to do chores very calmly. <laughs> just <laughs> continue to do dishes. It's like, oh, is dad yelling right now? I had no idea. Uh, this is just Wednesday. How's school? Uh-huh. Every, everything's fine, right? Everything's fine. And so in the video, I literally am like picking up chairs. I recycled, actually, in the middle of the fight. I took a water bottle, put it out there. <laughs> I was just trying to contribute in any way I could. And uh, <laughs> uh, it all worked out, though. It really did. Uh, a 50-year-old man actually took care of business, uh, which is a weird thing to say about our generation. Uh, <laughs> to have to also about me, I've been a, I've technically been an adult for over a decade, and I still need an older man to take care of me. <laughs> like that's just where I'm at in life. Um, I uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to say afterwards. I still wanted to contribute because I just, it's a weird thing to just know that you can't, like, you're incapable of helping. So I actually just walked up to him, the 50-year-old the man, Matthew Quirk, and I was just like, hey, man, um, can I suck your dick or something? <laughs> like, like what, what do you want, dude? I'll, I'll do handy? Like, anything, man. <laughs> I'll make your bed. Maybe vacuum the van? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Uh, so, um, in all seriousness, I guess it was like a learning experience, uh, just to, just to kind of go like, wow, like I'm at this age and I'm still kind of helpless, but, um, <laughs> and I'm incapable of helping anybody, even if I wanted to, like, and it's a really weird situation, <laughs> but today I signed up for a gym membership again. I'm going to take jujitsu. And I'm going to probably get a tribal tattoo. Just you guys wait and see. I'll help you out next time, all right? I won't let you down. Yay. Casey, yay. I'm glad that you did a little therapy here today about the <laughs> incident that happened on Saturday. It, it, I, I enjoyed your 
uh, take on it. I also, I'm the, if you watch the video, I'm the first person out the fucking door, which says a lot about me. I was, you stayed a lot longer than I did, so congratulations on your part. Thanks. Uh, I think it'd be funny if you played with the fight or flight phrase, like maybe uh, I'm not fight or flight, I'm more like flight or flight faster, something <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that, but like, you know, that's a funny phrase to play with uh, in tandem with your non-reaction to the sure. assault. Yes. Thanks, man. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this incident's going to be kind of inside baseball for a while, but if you're talking to other audiences, just you not being like getting into fights is plenty to go with there, right? Like yeah. if you see you saw your friend get in a fight, and you're like, based on my track record, I'd have to be an idiot to get in that fight, right? It'd be like Italy starting World War Three or something like that. <laughs> like who, some like some comparisons or something to play off of there, right? Because yeah. there is plenty to do that. Like as you're running away, you're like, you know, you don't understand. I'm a liability. Like something. Yeah, that's how it felt. It was just like the rational thing to do is to get yeah. away. <laughs> like try, you see him, like he like makes eye contact with you, eye contact with you as he's getting his ass kicked. You're like, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And the bit about you going up to Quirk afterwards uh, is funny. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little more of like a lead, and it's like, you're like, man, any other city, any other town, uh, you'd be getting pussy from this, man, but you're in San Francisco. Ratio's all fucked up, so I'll suck your dick. Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Play with that a little bit, because that's, that's funny. That's a good bit. Thanks, like man. Uh, yeah, the, uh, there's so much to do with Matthew Quirk saving all of us. Uh, that is, it's just like, it's like, well, looks like he's right. Millennials are lazy. <laughs> Millennials yep. <laughs> yep. That's right. Like, that's, right. that's, that's a good one. And then also like the show continued, right? Oh, okay. I was like, cause I thought it like continued. Okay. Cause that also is like a fun narrative to go down. It's like, and we kept going like, tra like, like, and you could just continue the path of like traumatized children. It's like, we just can't break the routine. Everything's fine. <laughs> cause it's like, yeah, I'd still want to do fucking three minutes. Like I don't give a fuck. You punch through a fucking window. I'm going <laughs> to talk about hentai, you know? <laughs> No, I was thinking after the guy rushed the stage, you could say, I didn't realize it was a, a mixed martial arts open mic. Yeah. Kind of a play on, you know, mixed, uh, mixed yeah. mics. I don't know. We all love them, don't we? I really like the point where you talk about how, uh, how strange it is to go from fun to shock. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, examples that you could probably, like, rattle off and play out or, like, weird ones from your personal life. Like, when we're having Thanksgiving and then Uncle Jerry whips it out, you know, whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a lot of examples you could do that I think that could be fun. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, thanks. I'll play with analogies. That's cool. I think it's really funny, the idea that, like, you were cleaning during the, the thing. It's that's just the fact. That's I know, exactly I think that's what hilarious, I did. But Recycle. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But if you, like, can heighten that contrast and heighten it, you can be like... Like if all out war breaks out, like your apartment's gonna be spotless. Or like like <laughs> you know, like the more violent the situation, yeah. the more like clean more cleaning you do. Yep. Mm hmm No, I was thinking when you're when you're running away, like uh like right after you shout out shout, I'm a liability. I you can say, uh it's like I have to go uh get a gym membership. It's uh you could talk about there's like a discount you have to take advantage of and you're like running really fast to get it because it's Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got gym stuff too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Cool. All right. Thank. Oh. 
So it's like uh, just like kind of Sabrina was saying about the gym membership too. It's like I gotta go back to the gym so I can run away faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think I might just use that one again. I'm just gonna take that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Put your hands together for Casey Koning, yay! Your next comedian. Bring it back, you wanna pay attention to him, take notes, uh, and it's really been a great show this far. You guys are giving great comments, and thank you so much for paying attention. It really does help. I think this is a, a healthy thing to do. That was some really healthy therapy. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Jonah Pollock, yay! yay. All right, zoos are uh, falling out of fashion. Yeah, zoos are somehow falling out of fashion faster than actual human prisons. Uh, which is, which I think it's because I think it's because we actually encourage people to visit zoos. <laughs> right? It's like, oh my God, the zebra is just shitting in a corner. Why isn't he with his family? Uh, so I think yeah, we should just have kids visit prisons. You know, it's cool. You can go to the gift shop and buy cigarettes to feed them. Uh, okay, that's too dark. Um, people are talking about how online retail is going to kill a lot of jobs. I'm more worried about the fact that it's going to kill shoplifting. Uh, all right, not a crowd of shoplifters. Uh, no, like, what are we going to do without the outlet of being able to walk into a CVS and just grab a bunch of toothpaste and suppositories? Like, well, how else are you supposed to just, you know, what am I supposed to do? Cut? Come on. Uh, I don't know, maybe if we lose shoplifting, it'll just lead to an upsurge in, like, bad slam poetry. Or maybe I'll just read... No. Um, okay. Uh, grandparents is, like, this whole thing. You've got to cook for your, you know, your grandkids. If they come over, you've got to pamper them. You've got to give them cookies. got to give them food for the road. Just stock up the medicine cabinet with the good pills. That's really... Just let them get in there and really fucking just grab at the Xanax and the painkillers. Um... What else? Uh, I've noticed this trend on Tinder that everyone is posting what they think are their hobbies, but it's actually just their coping mechanisms. Uh, everyone on Tinder is all of a sudden talking about how much they love to drink whiskey. And it's like, that's not a hobby. That's a sign that you're self-medicating depression. Uh, <laughs> you are drinking a liquid that was designed to help minors die faster. Um, yeah, I'm figuring out who I am politically. Who I am politically is that uh, I believe gender is a made-up construct, but I also still love saying the word retarded. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love that word. It's 2019, dude. Love is love. Let me have my language. Um, yeah, is it people have, they've stopped using the word retarded, but they haven't stopped calling things retarded. They just call it autistic now, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, everything you do is on the spectrum. Everything I do is on the spectrum. Uh, but yeah, but did you know that uh, saying hurtful words actually helps your body heal? Actually reduces pain. I don't know if it's a coincidence that right around the time America got more sensitive, people started abusing opioids. Like maybe, I don't know, if, you, if you're undergoing chemotherapy, talk to your doctor about screaming slurs into a pillow. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're working, we're working. Uh, this is just the brain diarrhea. Um, I uh, live in Oakland, there's all these neighborhood apps popping up where people are asking for help with their problems. I try to be a good community member. They're like, my packages got stolen, what should I do? My bike got stolen, what should I do? I'm like, you need to move back to Topeka. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I currently, I live with four roommates. We're all 30 or older. And I like living with housemates. It's fun. It's very rewarding. Uh, it's very rewarding because, like, I've spent all this time being there for my housemate Max, talking with him about his failing relationship with his girlfriend. And it's great because uh, when they finally break up, I know how to be a better boyfriend to her. <laughs> mm, all right. Think peace. Uh, <laughs> what else do I want to work on? Well, uh, we're going to eat less meat because of climate change. I don't know if you've read about this. We're going to be eating a lot less meat. I think that's a good thing because I seem to know way too many dudes whose identity is based around being the grill master. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like you should pick up a cricket burger and develop your personality. Um, what else? Just give it to me. This is, give me, give me that sweet, sweet feedback. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clapping wildly for Jonah Pollock, everyone. Woo! John's chomping at the bit for uh, some stuff. I was. You can go first, though, if you want. Yeah. Well, I want to start with a massive compliment. Zoos versus prisons, multiple smiley faces and exclamation points. Brilliant, genius, hilarious. I just throw in something about field trips. Mm. That's how you bring the kids. Like, what are we doing? We're bringing kids to... Like getting per permission slip to go to San Quentin or something. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you find that, like, little Jimmy can't go because he's committed a misdemeanor or something. Mm. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, go ahead. Okay, uh, I don't just I liked uh, yeah I liked the prison bit I think it's really strong and I think uh, when you said too dark I, the only thing that went to my head immediately was like oh just like the people in prison so you just oh. say like, immediately so it might yeah. be a, like a saver if they know about it. or you just get that where people are like ooh well everyone knows that I'm the spokesperson for confronting the prison industry exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're finally that is my hill to die on dude finally uh, fighting truth to power bro yeah um and then uh, the other thing too is uh I was like. With the, the zoos thing, too, I was thinking about taking another different direction. And if anybody else knows this, I feel like this might be another person's bit. But I was also saying, like, with the zoos thing, taking people to enjoy, uh, like, zoos, it's like if people think zoos are bad, you can also just treat the animals like prisoners, like they're in there because they're bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's like, they don't they deserve to be here? They're it's criminals. Like, oh, no, no, it's okay. They're going to do a coding yeah, workshop no, here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, yeah, one more. And then it was uh, saying bad things helps you live longer, which is why boomers won't die. Oh. <laughs> do microaggressions cure pain? <laughs> uh, prison zoos bit, loved it. Uh, you wouldn't get killed by a tiger if you jumped in the enclosure. You just get sodomized or something along those lines. So they jump in. Or the enclosure like maybe you know, but in they're prison, less likely to shoot yeah. whatever kills you. Or you jump in the enclosure, you might just get some good legal advice. Or oh yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he had, you, you kind of trailed off with the retarded bit because uh, you just went love is love and then like transition. I I, I, I couldn't own my own attempt to well, sell that, the word retarded. You're gonna retarded. have to own it though yeah. if you want to keep going with that because love is love. <laughs> Stupid retarded love or something yeah. like yeah. that. Like <laughs> something slow like build like that. And then I just wrote down those grill masters actually make all that bullshit you pass as vegan options be passable on a barbecue. So treat them nicely. Uh, okay. something along those lines. Are you a grill master? No. What's up, Joan? I love the zoo bit. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking it's like, yeah, what if we just only imprisoned black animals? Like we'd probably be able to keep <laughs> zoos open. Or like nobody give a fuck. It's like maybe we or, could do like black is, bears. Is there something about like maybe snakes. minimum security zoos or something? Or is there yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think for the oh sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think for the uh grandparents putting out like uh medicine yeah. bit, 
you should play with more like grandma imagery, like instead of that warm apple pie on the windowsill, yeah. it's just like a bottle of Oxycontin or something like oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But just go into more like a hand-knit uh, something or other, but just related to drugs. Like a, like a, she made me a Coke mirror or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I, I, I'm a girl master. I th- feel I loved your bad slam poetry idea, and I feel like there are many opportunities, like even when you started talking about retarded, you could write a bad slam poetry about the word retarded. Yeah, I or thought I was going to write from the stage, and I didn't. You did. You did. <laughs> but um, um, with your bad slam poetry, um, I-O-N words, if you yeah. just rhyme I-O-N words, you're all good. Like, yeah. talk about CVS, like my consternation with the situation yeah. in the well, well, I had this section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the bad words thing, I had something written down, and I realized it was an accidental pun that would have made it not make sense. I was like, are you suffering from the side effects of chemotherapy? Talk to your doctor about the C word, which, you know, you, I meant bad C word, but you could think I meant cancer. And I was like, oh, shit, fuck, I can't. No, people will know I mean cunt. Or should I just say cunt? Or yeah, you can say cunt. It's, okay. it's in the vernacular now. For <laughs> the uh, not being able to steal on the online shopping thing, I think uh, a lot of people steal through the uh, self-checkouts. You know, so you could be oh, like... Oh, good I, tip. Thank you. So you, have um. to, you could be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's easy. You, you put yeah. stuff in your cart, and then yeah. like when you go to check, I was like, I have to pay for all, everything in my cart. This is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like, you have kids. You I don't hold it against you. you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, dear, every, you gotta make it, make ends meet, baby. <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jonah Pollock, everyone. Yay! Moving right along. On this, no one's going to, the only, well, Ian left, so no one's going to attack anyone verbally at this point. Everyone always attacks poor Ian verbally. I think it's so funny. They're like, fuck your face. And he's like, I'm Ian. (laughs) What's wrong? (laughs) Uh, Your next comedian is a really funny guy. I'm so glad every time he's here up from L.A. Put your hands together for Dwat Mai. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, what what is up with, hey, how, how you doing, guys? Hey, what is up with World War II losers and making excellent cars? You're not allowed to make any more weapons. Fine, we'll make cars and they'll end up killing more people than the war. That's what we're going to do. You're going to have airbags. They'll knock your teeth out. All of them. All of them. Hey, uh, I saw the Supreme Court justices on TV, and they were wearing their robes like they were all high and mighty, you know. But at the end of the day, all they do is say yes or no, right? I can do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, hang on. Hey, Clarence, what did you say? Yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you guys, you guys, uh... I like it when I get when an idea hits me. You guys ever an idea hits you and your head just gets knocked back a little bit and go, oh man. You go, oh shit, that was a good idea. Oh, loitering. Oh, that's like littering, but we're the trash. Oh, that's (laughs) that's my head getting whiplash. That idea it, it keeps hitting. Hey, uh, so China created kung fu, right, which didn't work, but just south of there in a country called Thailand. What, Kung Fu? Kung Fu? No, it don't, it don't work. Kung Fu? No, it doesn't. Nobody uses it in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Oh yeah, but just south of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just south of there, a country called Thailand, they created Muay Thai, which did work, right? I think it's because China was rich and fancy and they were like kicking all their wooden dummies, but Thais were poor, they didn't have much, so they just kicked banana trees all day. And you kick a uh, wooden dummy, you know, it's, it hurts. You go, oh, I gotta take it light, you know? And then you kick a banana tree, it's soft. You go, oh, I'm gonna kick it again and again. And then the tree falls down and the banana comes to you and you eat it and you get more energy to kick more banana trees, you know? <laughs> and that's the Hey, I would write, if I, if I could write a comedy, I would write the Muay, it's about Muay Thai mafias, you know? They extort banana tree farmers and uh, they go, hey, if you don't pay us, I'm gonna get all my Muay Thai guys to kick all of your trees down. <laughs> all right, <laughs> no Muay Thai kicking banana trees. Hey, I saw this guy, he uh, was walking with a cane and I thought if I ever needed a cane, I'm gonna get one in the shape of a leg. And then when it rains, I'll put a boot on it. And there'll be a bone sticking out on top, and that'll be my handle. You know? And that's not it. There's going to be a secret compartment. The kneecap will lift up, and inside, a ball of aspirin. And when you open that up, Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> and when you pop some in your mouth, just mints. <laughs> you, you thought you were going to lay down and listen? Hey, non-organ donors. Uh, don't worry, you can still receive organs. The government allows douchebaggery. Yeah. The government allows you to receive a pair of lungs and uh, get in an accident and on the same day say, oh, it's mine, you can't have it. I've already smoked a pack. It's too late. I win. Thank you, that's it. Swat boy, everyone! Hooray! Your loitering joke is perfect. Thanks, I wrote it at the hospital. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the uh, the idea hitting thing could just be like a really weird like callback to utilize throughout your set too, just like when your like, head gets hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that might just be like a cool way to like int introduce jokes and use it over and over again. Oh, you might just get a laugh off that just automatically. That's a good one, John. Mm -hmm. You're the best, you're better than everybody here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that was great. I think, as you could tell, we all want to know why kung fu doesn't work when you explain it. It's really? funny. I thought that, okay, I will. I'll I mean, I don't it. know anything about oh, moving yeah. bodies. Um, Did you just uh, dance? And then uh, uh, the thing with losing World War whatever in the cars. Yeah. Uh, I think you could make fun comparisons to like how um, when like old dudes retire, they take up intense hobbies, or like after a breakup, you get really into a hobby, and you could kind of go like that hobby angle for making cars. Okay, yeah, that's maybe. Good. Thanks, Natasha. Book me for your show. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, for that uh, the kung fu part, yeah. I think that that part about have you seen? You've never seen it in the in the UFC. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. But also because like if you've seen the videos of the people doing kung fu, they're like slapping themselves and shit. So like you're hitting yourself when you do kung fu. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. I think that could be an angle. <laughs> yeah 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like yeah, the same thing with pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> no no like when they do like kung fu demonstrations, they like slap themselves oh, and stuff. All right. Thanks, dude. Yay, he's perfect. Yay. All right. Move
moving right along with our open mic. We've got five more with comments, and then we just do it as a regular open mic. Put your hands together right now for Marty Cunney. <laughs> Anyone here use the Citizen app? We got any people here use the Citizen app? Anyone here know what the Citizen app is? We got one or two. If you don't know what it is, it's basically like a police blotter that goes directly to your phone. So it'll send you a notification that says like stabbing 300 feet away. And you're like, cool, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. Uh, am I supposed to go stop it? What, what's my job here? And it even has like a little map that has like little blips that shows you where all the crimes in your area is happening. Uh, don't Keep it on if you walk through the Tenderloin. It'll drain your battery. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's the coolest thing. Because um, people ask me, like, what do, you, what do you want this app for? Like, why do you need to feel unsafe all the time? It's like, that's not really what I want it for. Because what you get is all the crazy shit that happens on the streets. And you get to find out where all that's going on. Like, I got a notification the other day. There was a man with two, uh, he, uh, he was uh, harassing pedestrians, which I thought was pretty regular for San Francisco, except that the rest of the notification says, suspect has two hooks for hands. I was like, uh, excuse me, where was this? Turk and Taylor? I, I was like, I went down there to check it out myself. Sure enough, raincoat, two hooks. It was the I know what you did last summer guy and everything. He was trying to pickpocket people with the fucking hooks. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and the app has a... Uh, the app has a uh, an option where that if you see a crime in progress, you can live stream it to other citizen app users, which is hilarious for a couple of reasons. Because apparently they're just catering to the entire generation of people who felt that they really deserve to be cops, uh, cameramen, you know, the, for the show Cops. Um, and also, it's also catering to people who don't call 911. Uh, <laughs> so nobody, you're like, uh, nobody like... Nobody's like, oh yeah, nine one one. Let me call that first before I get this sweet brawl on on uh, fucking camera, right? And it goes right to your phone. You get an alert. It's like World Star Hip Hop meets Amber Alert. It's the coolest thing ever. Um, and I think, you, I mean, Amber Alert could probably use some rebranding, right? Because I mean, what do you do when you get an Amber Alert? Swipe left, right? You don't. What are you like? What am I supposed to do with this information? You know, I'm not gonna go hunt down this pedophile, but. Uh, you get a citizen alert that somebody's flipping cars with a forklift next to the Costco and Soma. You know, you're going to tune into that video. That's some quality quality content. Uh, speaking of Amber Alerts, uh, great transition, I know. But uh, there was one I got recently and has a happy ending. Because what happened was the guy uh, called in an Amber Alert because his car got stolen. And he wanted it found quicker. So he told the cops his two-year-old daughter was in the back seat. She wasn't. Uh, and I was just amazed by the balls on that guy, right? Like, at first I was like, oh, my God, what a piece of shit. What a degenerate. Did it work? Uh, <laughs> and it did work. Found the guy two hours later. He crashed the car. But um, what do you expect when you get an Amber Alert called on you, right? Because imagine that. That guy got the same Amber Alert we all got. You know, he pulls out his phone. He's just like, Fuck. Because he just found out he's the most wanted man in the Bay Area. He also doesn't know that there's not actually supposed to be a kid in that car. He's like, oh, fuck. Where'd he go? You know? <laughs> he just went th from Grand Theft Auto to John Benet Ramsey. That's all he knows about. That's, that's the life he lives right now. Okay, guys. Um, here's another great transition. Um, so we had... 
Epstein's in the news lately, right? And he's been constantly, he's been pretty frequently referred to as like, you know, he, he rapes children. He's a child rapist, right? And it made me think about how did we French up the word raper? Why don't we call him raper? Raper sounds like somebody who's like not that good at something, right? Whereas a rapist sounds like they've gotten really good, right? That's like, <laughs> well, why did we French up that word, right? A raper sounds like a guy who's like, trying to rape a rapist sounds like a guy who went to college to rape you know which is something you can't go to college for okay that's my time guys thanks a lot hey, marty Cunny. i think i think stanford is the only place where they offer a major in rape hey I there it is the place where they do it I go love, bears i love your new look your new look is great. You're doing something different with your beard or your hair. You look different. You disappeared sure. for a couple of days. I don't know. I like your new look. You have kind eyes. And um, I'd like to know a list of what happens behind, besides stabbing. Because you said, like, someone was stabbed 300 yards away. I'd like to hear, like, a quick runoff of, like, someone's peeing in the street. And this is a, like a real quick, like, list of, other than that, very funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I really like the citizen app premise. I think there are like a couple directions you could go with it. Maybe you're using the app so you can figure out which places need more crime. Like for you, like oh, that's a oh yeah, this is a soft spot. Yeah, right this here. is a soft spot. I'll I'll hit this place up. Or it could be like a uh, an app for like criminal influencers, like Twitch or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Or yeah, that's like it's like because I I dropped the World Star Hip Hop line. It's like well maybe that's like. Like a guy who wants to like you know get his next video on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. So quick, I got the Amber Alert. You want the most upvoted crime? On yeah, this yeah. Or and uh, uh, for the uh, like the two-year-old daughter bit, maybe like you could use examples of you trying to use that. Like, can I cut in line at this Trader Joe's? My daughter was kidnapped. <laughs> uh, and also because Dora the Explorer movie is coming out with the. <laughs> You could say like raper, no raping, like like swiper, no swiping. Okay. I don't get that reference, but it sounds like some people do. Yeah, I like the citizen app bit, and then I was just gonna say yeah at the end, like if you want to add Brock Turner to the thing, yeah. just because right, everyone or Stanford. Yeah. Hey Marty, I love the outfit. I uh, love your vibes tonight. Um, <laughs> When you, were <laughs> when you were talking about the Citizen app having like the World Star feature and you brought up Amber Alert, I thought you were going to be like, what if Amber Alert had the same feature where you could people are live streaming kidnappings and like molestations and stuff? I yeah, I was trying to think of how to work that in. but <laughs> That's I, like, where I assumed you were going with that. Uh, just, I, yeah. I, it never really goes anywhere. It just kind of trails off. It's like, what if people were just live streaming kidnappings and that's all I say? And then it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's screaming like, help, help me, help me. And somebody's like, this is so crazy. Yeah. I'm just... I'm helping you get famous. <laughs> your, your crime is trending. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking about like, the, you said the term rebranding for the Amber Alerts. Like, how would it rebrand? Like, you say it's like, she's not the Amber Alert anymore. Now it's the Stacy Alert. <laughs> like the it's kind of like a strip club name. People don't care about Amber. People care about Stacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's this Stacy? Oh, it's a goddamn Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's say, if you're going to go in that direction of like criminal influencers or like people trying to gain visibility, there could be like something in there about sponsorships. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> uh, you look really great, Marty, today. Thank um, you. I, uh, 
I like the bit about citizen. I, I thought you were going to go like a weird dating tack, like women who are like into those murder movies, you know, or like women who are into bad boys. You figure you could find them because they'd be on citizen trying to find crime people. Oh, yeah. So, like, maybe, like, we show up at the same crime and lock eyes as we both pull out to, like, film it together. It's like, Mm -hmm. you too? Like, Mm -hmm. some Nightcrawler shit going on? Yeah. All right. You look great, Marty. Thanks. Yeah, I hope everyone comments on how the rest of the comedians look. Uh, Thanks, guys. Marty Cunny feeling a little catcalled. You're a good-looking dude, dude. Accept it. Your thighs are hot. Did I just objectify you? I'm sorry. That's what feminism's about. It's about objectifying equally. I like... I, that, that, you look good today. Sorry? Take it as a compliment. Isn't that what they tell us on the street? Your next comedian. Put your hands together. He's a tall drink of water. Pete Ballmer! It's going to be hard to do my set. I'll just be thinking about how good Marty looks the whole time. This is going to be fucking brutal. Uh, Guys, I miss when drinking was cool. Like, I still drink all the time, but it's lost its pizzazz. Like, back in eighth grade, I didn't drink, but I would lie and tell my friends that I drank to seem cool. Now I'm 24, and what's cool is going totally sober for the month and telling everybody. Um, back in eighth grade, I was one time hanging out with my friends Jimmy and Charles, and we were lying, talking about our favorite types of alcohol. Uh, it was Jimmy's turn. He's like, my favorite type of alcohol? Beer. Keystone Light, if they have it. And it's like, yeah, if it's a Safeway to your grocery store or below, they're going to have it. Next question. My friend Charles, he's like, I like to drink wine. Take it from my parents. And in my head, I was like, damn, okay, so he said beer. He said wine. I can't do either of those then. So I said the third type of alcohol, which I knew, and said, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> my friends were like, yeah, that shit's dope. <laughs> I got caught in this lie about me drinking pretty immediately. About two weeks later, uh, I was going over to Jimmy's house to play video games, the game League of Legends with him and Charles. And I get to their house. I got my laptop. I'm pumped to play some games. And uh, Jimmy goes, he's like, hey, man, this is going to be a fun night. Uh, I got a 40 of vodka. took it from my parents. And I was like, dope, you know? Um, And then uh, he was like, all right, you want to drink? And I was like, actually, you know, I'm straight. I'm good. And he's like, yo, don't worry. We're not going to drink to get drunk. We're just going to drink to take the edge off. And I'm like, yo, we're three 14-year-old boys (laughs) playing video games in your parents' basement. We're supposed to have lights off at 1130 because we have a soccer game tomorrow. There couldn't be less edge, you know? And so, but I wanted to seem cool, so I took a couple fake pulls nonetheless. Uh, And then the next morning, it actually worked out pretty well because I'm terrible at soccer. So I sucked ass in the game, but I got to tell my friends, I'm like, don't worry, dude, it's just because I'm super hungover right now. And they're like, fucking tight, (laughs) you know. I hate autocorrect. I think autocorrect is bad. Like, we've had it for 10 years now. Shouldn't it be helpful? I think it should. I was texting recently, I was texting this girl, and she asked me, she's like, hey, are you going to Kevin's housewarming party on Friday? And I responded, my favorite response, I typed in, hell yeah, but it autocorrected to, hello, yes? (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, hello? Oh, I've been texting this girl for an hour and a half. The time for greetings has passed. And yes, that's the worst affirmative word. Worse than yeah, ye, hmm, uh-huh, yup, and for sure. So don't hit me with that shit. I just feel like, I get it though. Like I feel like the reason why the autocorrect is so bad because autocorrect is made by a bunch of fucking nerds. 
Yeah, all right. Um, it's just people that don't have the social skills to, like, you know, decide what I should be texting. How cool it would be if, you know, they made the app, but then to pick what words it was, they hired, like, Matthew McConaughey. I type in, hell yeah, and it just autocorrects to, like, I've been thinking about going to Kevin McConaughey. Kevin, ah, not Kevin McConaughey. Why would I have said that? To Kevin's house. I'm not going to do the rest of the McConaughey. I've fucked it up now. All right, tight. Uh, I have two brothers, and uh, we're really close. It's pretty fun. Sometimes people ask us, they're like, how are you guys such good friends? And the answer uh, is drugs. <laughs> Turns out you can only smoke weed on Christmas Eve with a person so many times before they become your best friend. So... We're like seven years running and we're good to go. Uh, we do a lot of hallucinogens as well. That's a fun activity for us. Um, and it's been fun recently because my mom has been asking us about hallucinogens. <laughs> she, uh, she read a book on them recently, and I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you want any middle-aged lady to be interested in something, just give them a hardcover book with a foreword written by Ira Glass, and they'll fucking eat that shit up. My mom asked me, she was like, Peter, do you know anything about ayahuasca retreats? I was like, yo, mom, baby steps, right? <laughs> and I turned into her. I was like, listen, if you're going to be doing that stuff, I want you to do it right here where I can watch you. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Hey, Pete Palmer, everyone. And it's Sober-tober. Uh, I your your soccer story. I enjoyed it very much, but I feel like you set up that you were gonna get caught in a lie, and I never felt like you really got caught in a lie. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you were like, I got caught, but then it's like, so. No, I what, didn't. Yeah, get caught. yeah, you didn't yeah, get caught, right. but so there's got to be something you make up, like maybe you are super good at soccer for the. Or there's. Well, like I, I, I just I can just not say that I got caught in a lie because I just had to go then drink and I didn't drink, but that's yeah. I'll figure out the wording on that, but that's a good right. good just, comment. Yeah. And then um, the hello yes thing. It's like. If the intonation was he turned you into a valley girl, like, hello, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, like, that's fun. So instead of like, hell yeah, where you were all cool, hello, he turned you yes, into a little valley yeah. girl. Hello, yes. Because hello, yes. It's, hard, it's hard to tell intonation through text. Sure. Hey, Pete. Uh, you know, love the outfit, love everything you're doing. Um, Thank you so much, I just man. Think, I think it would be funny if she responded with something equally like awkward and formal. Like You were like, hello, yes, and she was like, goodbye, thank you. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or... Since you're going to go on the whole nerd rant, it's like you have to do like, to say like, this is like how a nerd says it, like, hello, yes, or something. And like, if you're going to keep making fun of nerds, keep laying into them. Don't lay off. Yeah. Did, was that was that clear, by the way? Like the, like the words that are suggested are like suggested by people with bad social skills. And so that's why they're yeah, bad. Like, is that you, funny? I don't know if that's funny or not. I, it's right. good, yeah, but you have to illustrate it more. Sure. Okay. Because right? if you just say that, it's, you know, that's a premise, but you need to keep going with it. Yeah. Right. Um, what else is oh <laughs> I like the, I like the soccer bit but like you have to illustrate I think it kind of like a not, I don't know if it, what the what the word for it is like a misdirect be like yeah like that's why I'm so bad cuz I'm hung over it's like oh so that's why you're cr throwing up and crying so much like yeah yeah that's what hangovers are yeah, like yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> um and then uh, you say you want your mom there to like I want to you do your drugs where I can watch you and film you and then put it on the internet and we'll get famous yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the autocorrect front, you can be like, why are nerds always ducking? You know, like, are we throwing things at them? You know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> oh, uh. I, I, should, I, was, I was thinking about the, the dirt. That's. It's a funny thing to uh, say the nerd stuff has like weird nerdy words. Like, even I was thinking like double down like McConaughey. It's like 
every time you're looking for suggestions, it just gives you no words. Like it just trails off or becomes like <laughs> about something different. It's like spaghetti and this like question mark. It's like just dumber and fucking just I don't know. Not nothing like what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks. Pete Ballmer, everyone. Yeah. Your next comedian, I'm so excited he's here. I actually today was dealing with some junior high kids, and I used your chicken man example in front of them. They loved I was like, one of the comedians that's here all the time, he looks like the chicken man. He has a joke about Because I was telling him about the fight, because they were like, what happened? Why is the window broken? And I was telling him, and so I used it as an example. I'm like, some he has a joke where he calls himself the chicken man. And, like, comedians can make fun of themselves and each other, and it's not scary or weird. It's just this one time it was. But it won't be this time. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher! Yeah. That's funny. Did they know? They knew the reference, like right. It's fucking. It kills with children. They fucking love that shit, dude. That kid destroyed my life. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, uh, I don't think anybody will ever convince me that every sexual fetish didn't start out as a joke, huh? Does everybody? Like, I think it's, like, just a series of slow escalations. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, oh, I'm going to stick it in your butt. Oh, do it. Oh, fuck. This is what I like now. Shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to fuck your feet. Weird. We oh, come on, this is cool. Okay. Well, all right. I'm that guy. All right. And I say this because, like, as a joke, I was Googling, uh, like, dinosaurs fucking cars on Reddit. Have you guys ever seen this? Oh, it's real good stuff. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm counting down the hours until I can only beat off to that. Like, it's just, <laughs> like... Because there's these people that just lovingly illustrate dragons just making love to cars of all shapes and varieties, just blowing it up tailpipes and fucking windshields and shit. The, the weirdest thing is that these people spend painstaking hours illustrating dragons and dinosaurs and creatures of fantasy, and they're always fucking lame cars. <laughs> like, like, they're fucking, like, 84 station wagons and, like, Ford Tauruses. Like, man, if you're living in your fantasy dream, why don't you just fucking go for it? He's like, well, we got to be reasonable. It's like... Right now, my fantasy can only allocate for one dragon and a, you know, a reasonable four-door sedan, okay? It's like, maybe one day my fantasy realm will upgrade where he'll be like, fucking a Ferrari, but until then, we just got to budget our, you know, <laughs> fantasy stuff. It's like, it's like having a dream where you're, you, like, have superpowers of flight and you fly to the bus stop. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Why are you selling yourself short, you d fucking weirdo? Speaking of that... You guys, so it said flight. Do uh, you know flight, flight and invisibility are like the two most popular like superpowers? Like you pick one of those, like when people are pulled most of the time. And it's like weird because they say superpowers, like that's what you'd want to do. Those are both two things that don't require any physical interaction. <laughs> it's like your superpowers just go away. You know what I mean? It's like if you see a crime, you're like, I'm not here. <laughs> and, or like, uh, away, like fucking, you know, the other guy. It's just, it's funny. Okay, anyway. We'll get there again, baby. I was talking to, uh, oh, actually, I, I've come from white trash people. I'm from northern Nevada. And uh, I didn't think I was white trash until I was at my cousin's wedding. And uh, my, as I was watching the uh, cowboy poet laureate uh, marry my cousin, uh, somebody else says, like, can you believe that the catering was done by the donut shop? And then that's, that's kind of it, you know? That's how you know you're from fucking trash people. And that was the wedding, man. Does it feel like... Did it get weird in here? Did that hit home for everybody? What the fuck? That was just, it felt so strange to me. Okay, maybe it was just boring. I get that too. Uh, oh, yeah, this lady, I was in a 16th Street Mission. This lady asked me for a dollar, you know, common San Francisco story. And I was like, no, I don't have a dollar. She sits down to me, takes out another dollar that somebody gave her, takes out a lighter, lights the dollar on fire, and then uses the lighter or the lit on fire dollar to start smoking crack. And I was like, that's fucking tight. <laughs> that's... 
that's fucking amazing. <laughs> and like, well, like a weird, like anti-capitalist thing. But also, it's weird that I'm more on board with like, if she said like, no, I'm gonna light your dollar on fire and smoke crack, I'd be like, well, all right, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, so, like maybe that's a better pitch. Like, I'm just gonna light this on fire for drugs. I'm like, that's okay, cool. I don't know. <laughs> or just like, I don't know. That seems that seems like a better thing to me. Anyway, bye. <laughs> John Gallagher, everyone. I love the dragons thing. Oh, thank you. Maybe that they just can't draw a Ferrari. Like they're just not good at drawing. Oh, the fuck, that's actually so much better. It's like oh, he's like he's, he's gonna work I could hard draw to draw. Ferrari. He just he just can't draw just, a cool car. Fuck, cool, but he can I draw a dragon. That is such a sad person. Fuck. He can only draw a Pinto. It's like that's why you're in the fantasy realm, dude. Uh, on your superhero thing, I do a little crowd work and ask people just to connect with them. Oh, that's like, a good do idea. You like, yeah. Do you like do you like flight or invisibility? Huh? Which which one are you? Mm-hmm. Ask. And then. Why would they? So she had a lighter and yeah. she lit the. Oh, it was it was awesome. To light the crack. <laughs> it's that's what yeah that's what I'm saying. It's fucking cool. Is it, it, was is it because the dollar bills have so many other drugs on? That's them? the only thing I could think. It was right, like a I, weird right? like wick situation. Like, well, I'm not dirty. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't want to smoke my crack my crack clean. I was like, it but was if you're to watch. if you're if you're smoking a dollar bill like ostensibly there's supposed to be cocaine on it already oh. because so many people. Have oh, used it's like double your investment. Right, like oh, maybe man. there's drugs on the dollar bill. That's a that is probably true. Yeah, that's why she's also smoking a dollar because it's like damn that's a dirty bill okay cool just good notes yeah i really uh i really do like the uh the pictures of like uh dragons fucking cars bit oh yeah it's just true it's great (laughs) kill an hour and i was thinking uh perhaps a different angle you could explore is uh maybe some like what like a person who's really environmentally conscious you know like what would they draw? Like uh, <laughs> maybe something really ego-friendly, like a dragon fucking a Prius because they care about the environment, like an ecocentric fantasy <laughs> instead of egocentric. I don't know. That's stupid, but beating off and reducing your carpet footprint. That's pretty that's sweet. <laughs> there you go. Eco jerking. That is. That's cool. I don't know. I'm into that. That's funny. Yeah, there may be some some angle there where the fossil fuels that cars run on themselves are created from dead dinosaurs. There's some sort of oh, weird shit. Uh, connection there. Damn, I, I feel like I could write a fucking thesis on this right now. <laughs> that, that is like that's so one. fucking interesting. No, no, actually. That's, not, that's not my comment though. I'm so sorry, Cody. No, I, that wasn't my comment though. Because it was about the the person lighting the crack with yeah. the. Uh, I think because you say like that's pretty badass. I think it's funny that because uh, you I imagine the that idea of a rich industrialist writing, lighting uh, no. the cigar with the hundred dollar bill. Oh, yeah. You know. It, would be, it might be funny to say, you know, it's 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 particularly badass because uh, a rich, you know, rich industrialist is very rich, but they're they're lighting their crack with their entire net worth totally, versus yeah, like <laughs> only like one percent of their net worth. Yeah, man, it was fucking yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it summed up in so much so much better than I did. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, the dragons fucking cars. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so like connecting it back to like that kink thing, yeah. where it's just like, oh yeah, I'm into D and D. Yeah, dragons and DeLoreans. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> I roll an eight. It's like, and now I'm fucking your Prius. <laughs> it's like uh, everything that you said plus uh, with the, this, the same exact bit that we were just talking about, the, but you say that it, you just, it's good enough to get you from point A to B. Right, because that's what people say about like hoopties, right? Like it just gets you from point A. Oh to B, shit! You know, <laughs> it'll get you there, right? That's that's funny. That's fucking right? funny. All right, cool. <laughs> these, these dinosaurs at low standards, so fucking funny to me. Uh, the dinosaurs and dragons and cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. 
So like, are the dragons like just like kind of put under the dinosaur category? Oh, well, that's the thing. It's like it's, it's, it's they're overlapping. So some people will go very accurate with dinosaurs mm-hmm. and like you know like have a brontosaurus mm-hmm. or like a tyrannosaurus rex. Yeah. Or if you're more advanced, an owl. Yeah, no, like what's well, it's, like it's blowing its uh, like a, a fake <laughs> dragon dick up a tailpipe usually. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, <laughs> I was thinking that like why they won't do fancy cars is maybe like they're like oh like that's out of that dinosaurs league or something yeah, like that. No, it's like you're, you're like a weird, the weirdest matchmaker for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or like someone could be like it's just not believable they'd be fucking <laughs> a Ferrari, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. That's really funny too. You lean into that like oh I want to see a brontosaurus fucking a a Ford Bronco. Let's see what that fucking ma- like what kind of baby that makes, you know? Totally. Like a. I mean, yeah, you got to make it an escape, so the reference really hits to the kids. Uh, she just reminded me too, like if you say something like, if you if you go along with that bit, then you can be like, yeah, you think a raptor could actually pull like a fucking like Lamborghini raptor, like or something like that, or uh, there's fucking I don't yeah. know weird names for cars. See, there's a lot of ins and outs and complexities with this, guys. See, Teslas <laughs> so. don't have tailpipes. Yeah, yeah. John Gallagher, everyone, hooray! We'll just jimmy the list a little bit and we'll have you go next. Put your hands another together for Natasha Vinnick, yay! Uh, hello. I bet my mom thinks dragons are dinosaurs. Um, Okay, do you guys do you guys have do you guys have do you guys have grandpas? Do you guys have grand uh, I guess that they die. Sorry, that's rude to ask. They might die. They die. They die all the time. They do that all the time. Uh well, uh I was just hanging out with my grandpa. Uh he's alive, not to brag. <laughs> um I was hanging out with my grandpa and uh well, okay, he had a he had a stroke. He had a stroke recently, so I can't talk. But it's okay cuz he voted for Trump, right? So it's like, mm, balance is out. No. No, doesn't balance out. I think it balances out. Uh, I found out recently that when I'm high, I become like very unironically like a dad joke generator. Uh, I was high and I had a, a paper bag of tortilla chips and the Mexican place had, had folded the paper bag in such a way where I was trying to open it and I said to myself, Looks like they're doing something new with these things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a paper bag. And I couldn't figure out it was a paper bag. All right, cool, cool, cool. We're liking this. We're liking this. Uh, my manager keeps coming in with a cold sore. I think he just wants to prove that he fucks. Uh, it's like, we get it, Joe. Um, uh, I recently, uh, you know how technology is like tracking everything you do. I just got a. Uh, an American Airlines ticket, you know, because I just didn't want Everybody Loves Raymond in my watch history. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you guys uh, you guys familiar with uh, ladies having bushes? Do you guys know how ladies do that? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, uh, I like to keep a bush because I'm just, like, really uh, afraid of intimacy. Um... I was uh, told in middle school that you're supposed to leave room for Jesus, and that's like the room I wanted to leave. It's like the burning bush, right? Isn't that Jesus? That was Moses? Oh, okay, he parted the Red Seas though, right? Yeah. Uh, I recently also found out that I can't help my friend. I'm not strong enough. Uh, My friend choked on a watermelon, and I couldn't Heimlich her. 
I wasn't able to Heimlich her. I just had these little arms that were just trying. And I was so bad at it that she literally took my hands and tried to shove them in her body harder. And afterwards, I found out that if someone's having a, a choking thing and they're alone, their best bet is to throw their bodies against a piece of furniture. And so it's just upsetting knowing that she would have been better throwing her body at a table than having me in the room with her helping. Uh, now I have a rule with my friends, um, and it's just that they're not allowed to eat around me anymore. <laughs> I've lost all of my friends. Um, you guys are familiar with depression? <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I think depression's super, super weird because like you'll be doing a normal thing, you know, you'll be driving and then a light will come on in your car that's like, oh, your tire pressure is whatever. And then uh, your brain will be like, mm, you should kill yourself. <laughs> and you'll be like, can I just put air? in the tire, and he's like, mm, no, you should die. Uh, that's all I got, you guys. Yeah. And Anana Aino, Natasha Vinnick, yeah. I completely agree with your opening Trump statement, but I feel like it requires an extra little tag on it, like, and now I don't have to listen, or because he can't speak or something. I feel like it just needs one more little nudge and then it's super funny. I didn't understand American Airlines and everybody loves Raymond. I don't understand. But I also don't have the internet really, so I don't really understand anything. It's a really bad show that they play on planes. Oh. And I wouldn't want it on my Netflix history. Oh. Okay, sorry. It's a really good show. <laughs> no, I know it's a terrible. I just didn't. I just didn't understand where the connection was between the American Airlines and the Everybody Loves Raymond. And was it a watermelon or a watermelon seed? It was a watermelon. So she was just eating a thing of watermelon. Yep. Dirty water. Wow. Your, your poor friend. She chose, she chose the weakest thing possible. Yeah. She had like I like your joke about um, your uncle having a stroke and voting for Trump. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you could be like, now he can't speak, so now he he can only text me racist things. And it's like, well, he did that anyway, but now he can only do that, so. <laughs> also, just great stuff in general, Natasha, the usual. I was gonna say, uh, when you talk about like having a bush and then going directly into uh, leaving room for Jesus, you go the burning bush route, but I think if you like, you're like I have a bush it's there and then you're talking about Jesus you're like so the bush is like you know the manger for him and gives him adequate space to to be around to to be in between me and whatever else you want to say mm -hmm. or, or the, they say leave room for Jesus like as an actual room like they talk about people's hearts like knock and the door shall be open to you and I'm offering in my heart but you've decided to give him like maybe your uterus as a place to live mm -hmm. like that's what he's renting out like that's the part Fuck, don't give him your heart. <laughs> Just give him your, <laughs> give him a tent in the bush. <laughs> I don't know what a manger inside. is. That's what Jesus was born in. Mangers are what animals eat out of mangers, and when Jesus was swaddled and put in a manger, it was he was put in like a cow trough, basically, as a baby. Pam also just said animals eat out of mangers, and in reference to your bush. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yay,
Natasha Vinick, you're still you're running the show every Friday. Mission position, not mission position. Mission submission. I knew it had mission in it. Every Friday at the Lost Church, the Armory Club. Okay, I'm just I was just guessing. I know it's somewhere over there on on that stuff. Yay! Uh, check them out. Hey, your next comedian. She's the last one that's gonna get comments tonight, and then we just do an open mic with the rest of you. Put your hands together for Sabrina Miller. <laughs> So we're in Tech Central, we're in San, San Francisco, so it seems fitting to talk about artificial intelligence. Now, people have asked me if I'm afraid of artificial intelligence rising up, you know, taking over, if I'm, if I'm afraid of the Matrix scenario or the Terminator scenario, and I have to say no. And I'll tell you why. Because as long as we program these sentient robots to be good, God-fearing Christian folk, we'll be fine, right, fam? We're going to be totally fine. Just programming the robot... Ten Commandments, because we were talking about Moses earlier. There's got to be one in there about Moses. I don't know. One of the commandments could be, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's software. Some of you have heard, this, have heard this before. Number two, thou shalt not steal data. That's all I have right now. I need to expand the list, which is, why are, are we going to have a rule of ten now? I don't know. Robot gentrification, though. That's the, um, that's the final stage, you know? You know what kind of gentrification we're at right now? We're like, we're at oat milk level of gentrification. I was at a bus shelter and there was an advertisement for oat milk, but not just any oat milk. We're talking vegan, ethically sourced, organic, non-GMO, barista edition oat milk. That's where we're at. Barista edition level, of, no, barista edition oat, mil oat milk level of gentrification. That's where we're at, so. Uh, so yeah, robots are going to take over. It's not good. You know, they're going to start taking comedians' jobs. You know, pretty soon comedians aren't going to be able to make ends meet. That's going to be sad. Um, I'm feeling older. Uh, I was really feeling older yesterday. I got cat call, but not not just any kind of cat call. This guy said, "Hey, woman, why don't you back up that beautiful, confident smile?" God damn it. I'm a woman, 40. Uh, do, I don't do yoga. I know I look. I know I look like I do yoga, uh, but I'm afraid to do yoga because I'm afraid I'm going to have a. I'm going to end up with a yoga sent me to the ER story. You've heard of sex sent me to the ER. That's that's what I'm worried about. Well, I don't think yoga is going to send me to the ER. It's going to send my friend to the ER, and that would be so embarrassing. Explaining to the doctor the nature of my friend's uh, injury, and the doctor's like, "Okay, so uh, can you just give me a rundown of what happened?" I'd be like, "Well, she was injured by a." Falling tree pose. Sorry. <laughs> I like that one. That's cute. Um, right, so I'm transgender. You, you know it. You love it. Here comes some trans jokes. Uh, a few months ago, a friend, a friend learned that I'm, that I'm transgender, and he said to me, he was like, oh, my God, Sabrina, like, I never would have had any idea unless you had told me, like, like, wow, you're, you're beautiful. And I said, well, hon, my, my classmates in middle school didn't call me little faggot for nothing. That's a good one. Thanks. Came out to another friend of mine, and yeah, he was pretty cool about it, but then I overheard him later. He was talking to a friend of his. He didn't think I could hear, and he said, it's like, yeah, Sabrina had me fooled. She had me fooled. She had me going for like three months. Like, dude, I don't fool people. That's the Catholic Church. It's like Christopher Columbus. That's Nature Valley granola bars making you think there's six fucking bars in the box when there's really not. 
get a lot of questions about being transgender. People are very curious. And um, one of the most common questions is, uh, what's the most difficult thing about being transgender? And I have to say, finding affordable housing in San Francisco. San Francisco, holy shit. One guy asked me, why did I cut it off? I'm like, why did, he said, why did you transition? Why did you cut it off? I'm like, dude, it's not like a barbershop. You don't, you don't walk in and say, oh, I need a little trim here. My clit's getting a little bit long. No, you don't do that. It's like, oh, thanks, looks good now. A little styptic powder. Here's $16,000. No, no, it works. I transitioned uh, because my teachers told me I could be whatever the fuck I wanted to be when I grew up. Okay, my time. Yay! Sabrina Miller, everyone, yay! Uh, I love your your robot premise. I think that there's got to be some zero one zero zero one jokes in there somewhere. I mean, it's ten commandments, but it's really one zero commandment. You know, like oh, I know what you because mean, yeah. lang the yeah the robot speak is or whatever. And then with even with the robot joke, like you can you said like oh robots are gonna take over our jobs as comedians. And then you like do a robot joke like so one zero zero one. Zero zero one one zero. Oh, this made me think of something. I wonder no, if there's going to be the uh, like robot sexuality is going to be binary. Ah! Oh, one zero zero one. That's why we come here. That's why That's we do it. Great. And I would. The other thing I'd say is I'm, I like your yoga joke too. I just I would make it you, not your friend. I'd dump your friend out of it. Just say it's you. Say I was. I'm terrible at yoga. I I, I did. I did, and it didn't land. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't land. <laughs> Well, I like the I like the idea of a post. Okay. Like Thanks to Tasha. Thanks for bringing a friend. Yay, boy! Other other comments. Thou shalt not take thy programmer's name in vain. <laughs> I thought I thought that was funny. <laughs> Thou shalt not take Kaiser Lieb's name in vain. Okay, it's gonna be in on it. <laughs> What are the original things? It's it's there. Shall, you should have no other gods but one. Yeah, don't steal. Don't covet thy neighbor's wife. Mm -hmm. That's one. Honor your father and mother. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. No, I don't think don't fuck kids is on there. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it is. Yeah, you could just make commandments up that too. I mean. Also, when you do robot stuff, there are commands, like Control-Alt-Delete is a command. Like, that's what you do when you're doing computer True. stuff. Aren't you doing commands? Mm -hmm. So commands, commandments, very similar. Very similar. I, don't, I just don't know a lot about, about computers, so I'm the wrong person to ask for no, this. No, neither, neither do I. <laughs> I do, but... Yes, yes, yes. Into, like, like neural networks or or none of like a bunch of uh, neural networks. You can have things like talking about for loops. Yay! Uh, that completes the workshop portion of tonight. Uh, we have a list uh, coming up next. Well, I'll tell you who's going to be on deck, and then I'll tell you who's coming up next. So on deck, it's going to be Chris Ferdinson. But up now, right now, James Mora, everyone! <laughs>
What's up, my peoples? How we doing? Um, wow, I am so glad I was not here on Friday, uh, Pam. Or was it Saturday? Um, yeah, I'm very glad I wasn't here because I feel like if I was the 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 you know only the other like the only other black person in the room, you know what I mean? Because there's like a lot of racial tension. I feel like anytime there's a sort of like like racial fights, like everyone just looks at me to like resolve it. You know what I mean? Like I think like there's been so many times I've been on Bart and there's like the black kid with the boombox on. You know what I mean? The white guy looks at me like, can you believe this guy? And I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. So. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just so happy. Also, since when are there black people? And uh, since when are there black dudes named Jeff? It's like it's like <laughs> like if you if you heard there was a fight between a a black dude and a white guy, and one was named Jeff and one was named Capital. Like I feel like <laughs> I, I I I would never have seen it going that way. So yeah, that's crazy. That's some crazy shit. Um. Anyways, uh, dating's weird. Um. I'm on the apps, I'm out back in these streets. Uh, I'm on Hinge, Hinge is my favorite because you get to actually specify what race of woman you want to uh, speak with. Uh, so Pam, no offense, but I recently uh, selected every race except for white and made it a deal breaker. Um, and it's been pretty, it's been pretty exciting. Um, and it's nothing even against white girls, I just don't need an app to meet white girls, you know what I mean? I can, ju I can just go outside, all right? <laughs> Have you guys been outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's there's two main things, cars and white women. Um, to meet a black girl in this city, you definitely need technology. You know, you need apps, binoculars, some sort of satellite tracking system maybe. But uh, but yeah, to meet a white girl, you just need a dog and a, and a, and a sweater, right? Uh, the, easiest, uh, <laughs> the easiest way I ever met a white girl was just by being brown and driving a Prius. I swear to God, okay? Like I was driving, I was picking up my friend from a bar at 1.30 in the morning in, in his Prius, and I put on my hazards. A white girl just got in my car. <laughs> she was like, is this for Lindsay? I was like, it is now, bitch, and I just threw away, so. Um, I, there's a lot of homeless people in this town. Um, I give a lot of money to black homeless people, a lot, all right? I'm out here, I'm out here hooking brothers up. Um, First of all, I, they're black, so that's the main reason. Secondly, black homeless people just have way better sales pitches. Y'all ever notice this, right? Sometimes there's a little anti-white rhetoric in there a little bit. You know, like I was walking through the Tenderloin. I was walking by this black homeless who goes, hey, brother. And I was like, hmm. And he goes, uh, man, these white people tripping. It's like, I'm listening. You know, let's figure, let's fi <laughs> let's figure something out. Um, <laughs> There, there's also the thanks, Mark. Uh, there's also the uh, the back the black homeless dude that gives you way too much context. You know, it gives you like, his whole fucking life story, right? This ever happened to you? you uh, got on Bart. Everyone sits down. The doors close. We're having a good time, and then one one black dude stands up and goes, "Good evening, y'all." And we're like, "Oh my god, dude, this is the fucking car he picked." And he's like, "My name's Jermaine. My back hurt. I've been out of work five years." My girl, pre I just gave up. I just, I just uh, stood up and gave him twenty dollars. He goes, "I got what I was looking for," and he sat back down. So that was, but, uh, but white homeless people, what the fuck? No, I don't give any money to white homeless people uh, at all. Uh, anytime a white homeless person walks up to me, I just turn to a Republican. I'm like, "Get a job, dude." You know, <laughs> like, what's stopping you? What's stopping you, Spencer? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> also, what happened, dude? 
you know where did this all and i, and I did this bit pam recently and a uh, white homeless comic who i'm not going to name uh he he yelled out because uh, i was like what happened dude he goes the government man i was like dude if harriet tubman heard that in 2019 straight white dudes were complaining about a corrupt american government i think her head would explode do you know what i mean <laughs> i was like i was like bro do you remember how for the history of america your vote has counted as 1.0 votes do you remember that yeah try 0.6 Dude. Also, fun fact, guys. Do you guys know until 1965, a black woman's vote actually counted as negative one votes? Did you guys know that? Yeah. It's true, actually. Pam, you can look that up. Um, yeah. Until 1965, anytime a black woman voted, they actually deducted one vote from the candidate she voted for, and they gave her 10 lashes. So that's how it used to work. All right, guys. Love you guys. James Mora. Fake history or real history. I don't know. It's all it's all scary. I just watched the West on PBS, so I'm like, uh, reparations are important. I'm a murderer. Your uh, on deck is going to be Raul Perez, but right now, put your hands together for Chris Ferdinandson. Thanks, Muni. It's good to be here, you guys. I got $2 for your jar here. Crazy fight, huh? I feel like uh, I wanted to come down and check it out after that. Be like, man, this place got excited. <laughs> It's been exciting. I, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm a dad. I, I'm a new dad. I'm a uh, new dad to a baby girl. I also have three stepchildren. And I used to think, man, what a fucking crazy decision to do that at such a young age. And then I've been doing it for a while, and then I realized, that, yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's fucking nuts, man. I, I try to, I try to, I think it makes me feel like a better person, helps me be a better person, you know? Like, other than just sleeping in, waking and baking, fucking playing 2K all day, like, I have stuff to do. I go to the park, I, like, go get bagels with them. There's just fun activities just to go do. But one sometimes I, I get all up in my head. Like, we were walking as a family near the river. We saw somebody paddleboarding, and one of the kids is like, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? And I just went, because they have the whole day to themselves. And Kayla, my fiance, is like, Jesus Christ, we need to get you home and get you relaxed a little bit, get you to relax. Jesus Christ. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you know why they have that? Because their kids are all grown up and they're not all super young and, and having to have you wipe their ass every time, every time they shit, dude. It's, uh, we all know that the person we've been with has been with other people. Like, pretty much we all know that. But not all of us have walking, talking, pooping reminders of every time her ex didn't pull out. You know, like it, it's it, it's pretty fucking crazy to have to wipe Andrew's cum's ass. <laughs> you know, you know, like I don't think of it that way necessarily all the time because like they're beautiful people. They're beautiful humans. I'm so happy to be a, a positive part of their lives. But sometimes I'm like, dude, Andrew's cum is the best, man. Andrew's cum is fun. They're like chaotic. Andrew's cum runs down the hallway to wake me up in the morning. Andrew's cum calls me dad on accident because they're so young. They think I'm their dad. It's uh, And that's not even is that funny? Not really. It's like th these kids are like these kids are like. Like, their dad just doesn't want to be a part of it, which is like, fuck him. But also, I feel like it's a good thing I can step in and be like, hey, man, I, uh, I, I, I need a, uh, I, I can't do hallucinogens anymore, though. Not really. I, uh, I can microdose, sure. But, like, you, you can't do fucking, you can't trip when you have little kids. Not even not with them. Because I, I tried, the, I learned the hard way. I went in the woods. I had the whole afternoon to myself. Went with a couple friends, took mushrooms. And, and then I was like, I'm not with my family. I'm a terrible father. I am on mushrooms at Spring Lake, and I'm having a bad time. 
Thank you, thank you. I, uh, but I still, I, I, I like to smoke weed though. I get a little bit, like they say you can't be high around your kids. I like to be a little bit high sometimes. You like go to the park, fucking play soccer, run around with them, like just play games and stuff. I see dads who be like, I would never ingest any sort of THC before I take my kids to the park, just furiously texting while their kids just like hitting other kids. And then they, they just look up like, Kevin, we're going home. We're going home. I can't believe it. I'm like playing fucking soccer with all the kids. I'm like, dude, this is fun. I'm like, I'm on five milligrams, dude. I'm fucking chilling, dude. I feel good. I feel good. Thank you guys. I've had a good time. Um. New dad, Chris Ferdinandson, out of the house. Amazing. On deck is Robert Hudson. Up right now is Raul Perez, everyone. Yay! Hey, guys. How's it going? It's all right, I guess. It's getting dark out there, man. I'm going to have to make this, do this quick because I got to go through the Tenderloin. How to get back there. Man, on Saturday it was crazy because it was my first time doing stand-up. And then, like, and I wasn't the last person, but Capital was. And it's like I was just sitting there as he made the joke about Jeff. And when he said, when he said the joke, I saw Jeff just, like, he made a face. I'm like, oh, he thinks it's a joke, right? Because he made this face like, like two, two capital. And I was like, oh, he thinks that way, right? But then I, I was looking even further. He, he kept that face on capital. He's like, I was like, does he not know this is a, oh, God, no. And then he just, Jeff just like, he just started talking to himself. It was real. Talking to this girl. He knows, he knows, he knows her name. He knows her name. And then, and then Jeff Capital goes, man, shut up, relax. And then as soon as he sat, he gets up and just slams his face into the piano. And I was like, what? Whoa! Like I didn't react because it's like, is this fucking real right now? Because I was just like, like I like if you saw the video, I was just sitting there just like, and I didn't even move when he was flipping chairs. All <laughs> like he was flipping chairs. I'm like, this ain't real. And like I was. <laughs> I was still right, I was right there, and he walked by me, stepped on my foot, I'm like, this ain't real. And I was, whoa, what the fuck? And then he slammed the window, and I was freaking out. I was like, wait, this is real. I should I, should not, I should have got up five minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <sighs> Crazy experience. It was weird, the set stopped, but like, I'm not gonna lie, I had a good set that day, so I was like, Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's just transition to me going to school. About going to school. Uh, when I was at school, I was I was part of the loser squad, I guess you could say. Where basically it's like nobody understood us and nobody wanted to talk to us or hang out with us. Not even chicks or any. Maybe nerds didn't even want to talk to us because we were just doing some stupid shit. Like, or like, yeah, we just. Man, I messed up, but like, it's cool. We had this joke a bit about this coach that um, used to coach for soccer. My friends used to be like, they, the coach would always make fun of them for like doing like small things. Like they would run a lap, like I do a mile in the summer. And then they would get so hot, they would hide in the shade and the coach would be like, y'all soft and just walk off. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? It's fucking hot out here. And then, and then we just, and then one time, there's these kids from Soda. It's just these basically these rich kids. They're like, hey, uh, do you want to like, 
Then he, he's like, hey, do you know what time it is? And Carvajal goes, the coach, goes, man, you shut the fuck up. That's why the fuck, that's the goddamn problem with y'all. Y'all always talking, right? Like, y'all never want to listen. Like, shut up. Like, huh, 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 huh. Y'all soft. That's it. That's all. Raul Perez went through trauma and lived to talk about it. Uh, on deck is Mark Neuer. Up right now is Robert Hudson. Woo-hoo! Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, sometimes I wonder where my Oscar is for acting like my life isn't completely falling apart. Um, I feel like the world is becoming too sensitive these days. Uh, specifically women, and this is just based on the fact that I went up to this girl recently and uh, she was running around the lake and I just went up to her and I was like, hey, you look really beautiful and I was wondering if I could get your number. And she was like, you're a fucking pig and she slapped me across the face. So I just pulled my pants up and walked away. And I was like... (laughs) get no respect in this town when your dick's out. Um, Any fans of Hamilton? Any fans of Hamilton in the building? Sure. Woo. All right. All right. Two people. Nice. Yeah. Hamilton's great. Like, uh, the show was amazing. Just saw it like a couple weekends ago. I mean, the rapping, the singing, the acting, everything was so good. And I had no idea you could learn so much about American history in just an hour and a half. Like, I had no idea that so many of our founding fathers uh, were black. Uh, Truly amazing. George Washington, uh, black as shit. Um, But voice of an angel, voice of an angel. You know who else is black as shit with the voice of an angel? Uh, The Little Mermaid now, yes, Ariel, (laughs) yeah. Disney transition, (laughs) complete. Um, Yeah, I feel like Disney just gives no fucks. They're just like, yeah, Ariel black, Simba black, the genie black. And I think it's awesome, but a lot of people on the, uh, the internet had a big problem with it. And I'm just like, well, dude, focus on the movies, right? Look at Aladdin. Do you think he cares that his genie is Will Smith now? No, that's an upgrade. In the cartoon, he's like super worried the whole movie. He's always constantly dying. In the real life action movie where Will Smith is his genie, guardsmen are chasing him down the streets of Agrabar and he's doing fucking parkour off the buildings. Yeah, there's like, uh, there's like guard swords just like an inch from his neck and he's just like, one hop in front of the law, man. One skip ahead of my doom. One skip ahead of your doom? That's where you want to be? Okay. And then they released the new live-action Mulan trailer. And I thought that was pretty dope, right? Have we all seen that? Uh, Amazing. I'm like, okay, one for Asians. But if you watch the trailer on Instagram, I had a big problem with it. The number one comment on the trailer for Mulan was, well, if the Little Mermaid is black, why don't we just make Mulan Mexican? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I left a comment replying to that comment. And I said, well, Mulan is an actual historical Asian female figure. Uh, She was a real person that fought in 1400 BC for the Chinese emperor. And the Little Mermaid is a fish person. (laughs) And that's why she can be black. She can be green. And the whole movie still makes sense, okay? 
if Mulan is Mexican, that movie just starts with her going, uh, why am I in China right now? Or excuse me, Quanto estoy en el Chine? <laughs> yeah, it's just not as good. Yeah, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Yay! Robert Hudson, everyone. Thanks for we're going through the speed round. Uh, up on deck is Ryan Schooley, but right now, put your hands together for Mark Neuer. Yo, everyone's vegan all of a sudden. You, ever, you hear these? See these vegans? They're out here. They're veganizing everything. Like the vegan, the vegan version is better. It's like the vegan version is better. That's like saying you prefer pocket pussy while wearing a tofu skinned condom, unribbed for your displeasure. Are you kidding me? An Impossible Burger. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck an Impossible Burger. How about that? How about you go fuck an Impossible Burger? That's what you can do. These vegans, you see them out there? They're out there, they're smoking. They're smoking cigarettes still. It's either a Marlboro Light or a fucking American Spirit. Still fucking cancer, stupid. But they're vegan. Well, fuck you. Go fuck your cigarette. <laughs> Is anyone like a tech? You're a techie. You, one of you is, it has to be a techie. And Robert's a battle rapper. We all know this. Okay, who's a techie? Anyone a techie? Who uses Slack or crew to talk to your, your team? You ever heard of it? You know it? One person. Cool. New fucking joke. What's up with gas station flavored hot pockets? Do they, do they not, do they not make those in small size? Like, do they not make those flavors in regular size? I got like a Philly cheesesteak, jalapeno, pepper jack cheese, fucking hot pocket that was 45 pounds. I was like, why, they, they, just, they don't make these in regular size, huh? This is a quick stop official hot pocket. That's crazy. Great. I've been playing Risk recently. You know, the, the board game Risk? They have a phone version. I've been playing the shit of it. I want to get in touch with my ancestors. You know, just in case when I die, I get to meet them. Uh, you know, we have something in common. You know, I took over some shit. I rolled the dice. I took the risk, you know? Fuck you. Such a good fucking joke. So uh, Trump, right? Great. Love him, right? No. Uh, <laughs> Trump is offering to fly you and a guest out to New York for a dinner date. That just immediately eliminates everyone in New York, doesn't it? <laughs> no one in New York can go now. Is it just like a big fuck you to New York? I'm not sure. Is it like a sneak diss? I'm, I don't know. Is it? Possibly. Possibly. Why don't you just feed New York with your McDonald's budget, you fuck? Did I have anything else on that? No, that was it. Cool. Thank you. Mark Neuer and giving his time back to the room on deck is Jacob Mullaney and right now is Ryan Schooley. All right, happy to be here with you guys, man. I'm feeling good, you know, feeling feeling happy with myself. Been shedding some pounds. I'm feeling good about that. Um, I know that I lost weight recently because I somebody the other day gave me the nicest compliment that I've ever received from weight loss. It's the nicest thing anybody has ever said about my body in general. It was great. Um, a coworker of mine came up to me at work. Uh, she kind of tapped me on the shoulder, pulled me aside. She's like, Ryan, uh, you look a lot different. Have, have you lost like a lot of weight recently? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, she's like, are you okay? 
that's how you know like your beach body ready is when your friends are concerned you know like that's you're ready to fucking hit the waves you know um hell yeah man i uh I I don't really get along with uh, I have a complicated relationship with my my mother-in-law with my girlfriend's mom. She's uh very self-centered, you know, very very narcissistic. She uh likes to brag about how she was hot in the 80s. That's, <laughs> that's her conversation topic of choice. Um she tells this story about how one time she was in LA in the 80s, she met OJ Simpson. And she's this, you know, at the time she was this little blonde white girl, so she was like OJ's type. OJ started spitting game <laughs> at my girlfriend's mom, and she cannot talk about this shit enough. Like, she's all about it. She's like, yeah, Ryan, OJ, OJ wanted me, Ryan. OJ wanted me. He was hitting on me. I could have got with OJ, Ryan. Do you believe that shit? That's how hot I was. I could have got with OJ. And I'm just like, honestly, I wish you fucking did, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I, I, I'm i telling her, too. He's like, he's on Twitter, you know, slide in those DMs. Let's make this happen. I could facilitate. I'll set up the date. I'll be like, hey, you know, I check Groupon. They got a sale on knife throwing events, you know? Let's fucking. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. I was at the park the other day. I, I There's this mom with a screaming child. This child was having a, a tantrum. And and I was I was walking by them at the park and it immediately made me realize that I am so fucking not ready to have kids. Like that's it just it just shook me into that moment because uh you know, the mom was trying to calm the kid down. The, the kid was screaming, he was stomping, he's like, I don't want this. You know, I I don't want this. She's having this big tantrum. And I felt so bad for the mom because like I put myself in her shoes, like what I would do as a parent, and I don't know how I would handle that situation. You know, like I don't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you have a conversation about not getting the thing you want to the thing that you don't want. You know, like, <laughs> like how do you fucking explain that? Just like, uh, <laughs> I know, I know you wanted the ice cream, but uh, sometimes, and you didn't get the ice cream, and you know that sucks. But sometimes that's how life slash the condom breaks. You know, so. <laughs> All right, you guys have been great. Keep it going for Pam. Yay, two comics left. We're going to make it work. Last is Dan Lewis, but up right now is Jacob Mullaney. Mullary. McHenry, yay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, man, I had uh, all these plans for today. I had today off, uh, and... Uh, I, you know, I have all these things that I, I thought that I need to get done in my life, and uh, I didn't do any of them uh, today, which sucked. Uh, I instead watched Maury, uh, which uh, if you watch that show, I don't. I, I feel like no one could watch that show and have a successful, productive day. You know, I feel like nobody who has success in life watches that show. Like Bill Gates doesn't watch that show, and then. Brokers a billion dollar deal or anything like that, you know? No, like the most you can do when watching Maury is probably buy some scratchers and lottery tickets, man. The most you can do. Best way to win a million dollars watching Maury. <laughs> I, uh, I, and you know, I, I don't even know why he does that, sh uh, that show anymore, you know? It's, uh, he doesn't have to do it. He's got millions of dollars in the bank. I'm sure he doesn't have to do another show for the rest of his life, you know? But the only reason... Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hi. Let's watch... This is called... 
are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. Let's watch. It's jokes to Carly. Not duh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. Welcome, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Uh, Carl? <laughs> yeah, we are never going to rename this show, right? We're just going to leave Oh, it. I should get Even it down by now it. after six years. Uh, we do this every week. We are right now broadcasting on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, little Sunday matinee for you. Uh, 2 p.m. Just go to type in mutinyradio.fm, hit the listen button. You could also find our streaming feed and add it to your podcast the app, which I do. And we have a donate button, uh, so you can donate to the station. We always appreciate it. You could do it by Venmo. You could do it by Patreon, or just go to the site and hit the donate button. See what what appeals to you. And check what out all site? the shows. What site? Mutinyradio.fm. FM. FM. I, I always type in .fm.com. <laughs> slash AOL. I still got 20 hours. Uh, and we also are on a podcast. It's by our acronym's name. That's why we say it up front. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. All right, Carl. And uh, <laughs> I'll stop my stupid stick. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You can find us on YouTube. Carl syncs up video and audio for you. Or you can just follow us on the podcast. What we do is we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch it with us. And we want you to listen to us and watch the movie on mute at the same time. So, Carl, what is the movie today? Today we are watching... Blah, 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 blah. That is, that's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Okay. Today we are watching The Stone Killer, 1973. The Stone Killer. Intriguing. And I don't know. I like it. Is this guy's of the Isles, Halvar, Halvar of the Isles. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to go find the Stone Killers from 1973. Type that in. Singular, the Stone Killer, which doesn't make sense to the plot, as you'll see later. So Sharon survives, but Oliver dies. Is that what you're saying with the Stone Killer? Right, that's exactly right. Sharon survives, but Oliver gets it. (laughs) All right, type in Singler, The Stone Killer, 1973. We're looking for how far are the Isles is hosting it. Isles. Isles. Like, it's probably English. It's Wait a minute. Probably... So hang on a sec. Killer Isles. Killer got Isles. it. I got it. So Singular Killer. But, so go ahead, find the link, click it, hit pause immediately. Move your timer to zero, zero, zero. We want to play the movie all at the same time. And to do so, Carl who not only produces the show, not only writes the theme song and researched this entire movie, he <laughs> interviewed a comedian, a celebrity comedian out in the tri-state area. Uh, or from anywhere in the world. I'm going to guess New Jersey. But I haven't heard this segment, but I'm really excited. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Every week we are broadcasting on mutinyradio.fm, and we always start the show by, like, plugging where people can donate and stuff. But recently you had a fundraiser. Yeah. This anonymous 
donor like capped it off. Tell me about this. How much are we talking here? And how anonymous is this guy really? Yeah, so it was amazing. Um, we have a 501c3 umbrella, meaning that there's this group called Media Alliance that helps us out with their 50c3 number because we're like a community resource, but I don't know how to be a 501c3. Anyway, so they made this mighty cause for us, which is amazing. And it means that people could give us money. It's tax deductible for them. And then a lot of times their companies match funds. Uh -huh. So we actually made more than $10,000. We made like $13,000 because places like Google and other big companies will match. And there was a semi, I mean, he likes to be anonymous, but uh -huh. he is a, an incredibly generous uh, comedian who also happens to be a really talented computer programmer mm -hmm. and makes money and is just so sweet and is incredibly helpful to the station. And we were like a thousand 200 away from the goal and he capped it off. And I was like, yeah, I'll tell you what I call his nickname is Iceman Zero. Um, <laughs> and he's really funny and really wonderful and incredibly supportive. Um, so that was amazing. That made the rest of our year at Mutiny Radio super a lot easier. Because um, I want to use, I want to have advertising funds for this year's festival because it's going to be so amazing. And the most exciting news is that the city contacted me and they want to be on board and they want to help out with some outdoor stuff during the week. And that would be incredible because then we'd have city sponsorship, which would mean that I could have ads on the Muni buses. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a dream come true. So there's 10 venues that are involved this year in the comedy festival. And I'm just excited to try to take, you know, Mutiny Radio to the next level so people know a lot of people know who we are in San Francisco, and I want everyone in San Francisco to know that we've got five open mics a week, and I produce a ton of showcases, and we've got the festival. This is my seventh festival. I can't yeah. believe that it's that I'm doing this again, uh, <laughs> but it does get easier every year, and um, this year we're going to have a comedy crawl because five of my venues are in walking distance from one another, so on the okay. Saturday and Sunday... We're gonna have a comedy crawl and um, Alameda Comedy Club is involved now, which is amazing. So the headlining show is gonna be in a real club. And um, I'm just, I'm so excited. And then the rest of my regular venues, OMG and, and the Bar on Dolores and um, Atlas Cafe. Like I have a really, a lot of really unique places where they let me do comedy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm, things couldn't be better. It's coming right up. It, it, it's about three or four months away in October. It's, what did you tell me? October 9th through the 15th is the comedy festival. Yeah. Now, comedians come from all around the country for this. I have been one uh, two times. So how do people um, register? How do people find, find, you know, do they go to mutinyradio.fm to get involved? Yeah, I mean, I should, I should put it on there. Um, you know, I'm an old woman, so I use a lot of Facebook. <laughs> Which is annoying, but we also have an Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF is our Instagram, and please, please follow us. I, I'm old. I don't understand Instagram. I don't know how right. to get people to follow me. I'm like, just you're supposed to do it, right? And then I put content on there, and um, but it's uh, the submissions are open. I've kind of been pushing it through, 
Facebook right now, but they're open until July 31st. Okay. And it's $30 for people who've never applied for their first time. And it's $20 if you've been in the past. And I mean, if you're a mute, you're free, Carl, because you're, oh, you're part wow. of staff, you know? Goodness. Oh, yeah. Thank you and Mike you. are staff. Come on. <laughs> but the t shirts this year are going to be insane. My gift bags are always awesome. And it's, people are kind of saying it's a really good first comedy festival. Um, because I try to treat it like comedy summer camp. I want everyone to get to know each other. Yeah. I want I want to like I want to hear someday that two comedians like met at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival and they like fell in love and then they both moved to Austin, Texas or something <laughs> like that, you know? And that hasn't happened yet, but that's sort of my dream is that people in 10 years say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we met it. We met at uh, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival and we've been <laughs> together ever since." And either it be like a like a comedy couple of people that want to write together or I mean, anything. I just, I'm yeah. trying to bring people together. Collaborations. Yeah. Connections. You know, it's always better when we're all together, especially as comedians, which is an act you do alone, you know, so it's better <laughs> if you coalesce. Well, and I think it completely makes sense for comedians to collaborate as opposed to compete in that the audience has an infinite ability to laugh. They can laugh at anything. They can laugh at, you know, Perry Kurtz coming out on roller skates. They can laugh at me telling menopause jokes. They can laugh at gone in 60 seconds from the seventies. They can be, I mean, they can laugh. There's so many, they can love puns. They can, you know, it. they can love cute young white guys, whatever, whatever they like, it, <laughs> it's all there. Um, so I wanna, you know, collaboration. And, and the other thing about that's great about the festival is that I've met so many people over the United States that whenever I do travel, well, I haven't since the pandemic, but whenever I do travel for comedy, I have a billion places to go. And everyone's like, oh, Pam's coming. And so then, right. uh, then I get, you know, bookings and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a great way to network and meet people. And Now, Mutiny Radio is all about comedy, and you provide opportunity to comedians, not just during the festival, but all the time. You were telling me you got, like, four or five mics. You're doing mics five days a week now, right? Yeah, I run mics Monday through Friday. I, I mean, it's 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 almost kind of a, it's not a selfish endeavor, but I wish when I was starting out that there was someone like me who was nice to people and was like, hey, here's where all the shows are. I mean, now we have Bacon, we have Bay Area Comedy Network, but when I started 11 years, my 11 year anniversary is actually coming up July 17th. Terrific. 2022 is my 11 year. And when I started, there was no bacon. There was no pre-sign. There was no, you had to, there was nobody sharing where the mics were. You had to like figure out in whispers where they were because you didn't want other people to take the time and you were rushing around from place to place. Don't tell them about Nick's Crispy Tacos, you know. So <laughs> now I've, I've, I've always wanted things to be different, that it makes it that there's a place where you feel like you're at home and that you know the people around you and it's not scary. It's not like when you go, are they going to make fun of me? Are they not going to? It's like, no, we're all buddies. Come on, you know, try, try new stuff. Be weird to have it's that. A better environment and you're really part of that, you know. Yeah. Now, you've got this fabulous vacation coming. I think we're going to produce four episodes all at once to cover it and you're going to Greece, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people like to go to Burning Man. Um, I like to go to Burning Man with water next to it and nice bathrooms and people that speak Greek. So it's um like it's it, it, to go to Burning Man cheaply, it costs about fifteen hundred dollars. So that's kind of my threshold of what I would spend on a vacation. Right. And in Greece, that's all I'm spending. Like the 
I got the airfare before the gas prices went kablooey. Right. And it's free to camp in Greece. So I'm going to meet some buddies. We're going to go around to the islands. I'm going to spend like less than 1500 bucks and live like a queen on a beach. Really? Um, yeah. And just not think about come. That's not true. I'll think about, I'll write a lot, I think. But I just, I for, I don't know who I am without comedy. I, I, so I need to, it's been three years since I've traveled. And so, and I've just been doing comedy nonstop every day. And to, to take a break for a month and be like, who am I? Because I, I've sort of forgotten. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be important and it's going to change my comedy when I come back. Because yeah. your perspective will be fresh. Yeah. 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 That's and really good. then I won't be so caught up in the day-to-day drama of the San Francisco comedy community. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. You know, you're going to reset essentially. Yeah. The only bad thing is that Greece hates weed. There's no weed in Greece. Oh. They're totally against it. So I'm just not going to smoke weed for a month. Which uh-huh. is going to be another cleansing, like life affirming, strange thing to do for me. I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes and I'm not going to smoke any weed for an entire month. And we'll see what happens when I come back. If I'm like still this enormous pothead or if I, you know, if I chill out a little bit. And what happens when I don't smoke cigarettes? Like, oh, yeah, that's going to be different. Because I still run and work out and stuff, but I smoke. So I'm wondering, you know, how much faster my mile time will be <laughs> without cigarettes. Yeah, it's probably going to change and it's probably going to, well, let's find out. I'm not going to predict. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Now, listen, about these uh, mics that people can, I just want to focus on the ones that are at Mutiny Radio. You have yeah. Fantastic Clubhouse. You have Joke Workshop. When are these? Because people like that they're then broadcasting also on the air. Yeah, I have so many podcasts that are there in perpetuity. Mondays at 6 is Joke Workshop, and comedians do four minutes of material, and they get four minutes of comments by their comedian peers. Like, I take copious notes and try to be really helpful. Yeah. Uh, And that's Monday 6 to 8. You can find it on our website in our index, mutinyradio.fm. You look at the index, Joke Workshop. And then Fridays at 6, I run Happy Hour. And that's from 6 to 8. And same thing, you can find them. And uh, that's tonight. And yes, it, it is. Really, it's really great. You'll listen to, you'll see, this is the other thing. I was talking to some comics the other day, and they were like, all the guys that are past at Punchline right now, like, they used to be mutiny people. I'm like, well, I don't think they're not like used to be. They still show up. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Ryan Levine and Ian Levy and Brooke Heineken and Melissa Isbell and Marty Cunney. I, I mean, I can keep on all the people that are now like doing bigger and things in the community the kids that are starting are like they started at mutiny i'm like yeah you guys want to look through my lists like i have everybody's <laughs> name it's just it's it's amazing if you think about it i, I and i don't want to do one of those flex things but i should one day go through all my old lists and just type everybody's name who's ever done a set at mutiny and it's thousands of comedians yeah and there's some gems in there you know yeah yeah people who are doing like great they moved to they moved to new york they moved to la David Borey, the voice of Comedy Central, he did a show with me back in like, you know, 2013. So everyone's Mm -hmm. kind of been through the doors. Okay, now, Pam, how can people find you out there on the internet, social media? Now, we know about mutinyradio.fm. You just plugged your Instagram. You're on Facebook. 
Is there a website also? How do, how do people get in contact, get involved, not just with Mutiny Radio, but like about you and et cetera? Yeah, you know, it's pathetic, but it's Facebook, baby. Like I, <laughs> I, I, might, I am Mutiny Radio. So if, if you follow our Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF, it really is just Pam. There is no Pam Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've always hid behind the Mutiny name. And you can, I mean, I'm such a Luddite. That's one of the things is if I get these grants that I've applied for, you know, I'm going to be able to have money to hire people to do all those things that I don't know how to do. I'm 47 years old. I don't understand. I can't. I'm on my phone right now talking to you. It makes no sense to me. I appreciate that. I can't. The world is moving so fast and I want to be a part of that. But then again, I don't, I can't learn these new skills. But I understand that people understand that and that they should be paid for that. So hopefully... When I get these grants, I can, because not everybody's good at everything and technology and connection through social media just isn't my strong suit. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those things I kind of want to offload to some child for money at some point. Yeah, that's right. Because that would perfectly augment and support, you know, that would be the part that's missing, filled in by these youngsters. It's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can find me, I mean, honestly, and it's, I'm just so embarrassed, but Pam Benjamin, Facebook, it, yeah. and Mutiny Radio Director at gmail.com if you ever want to get in touch with me directly. Absolutely. And uh, and thank you for saying, is the is this comedy submission on the website? Because honestly, I don't know. <laughs> um, I link, I usually link the Facebook and the website, but, or I have a person do that. But I need to do that because that's one of the ways that people will say, ah, I can submit. But yeah. I've already had like, 46 submissions.